Once there was a young man named Sam. He worked with his colleague Lisa at a small radio station in a place called the Beautiful Way. Sam and his colleague were very poor. Their only way of making money was selling advertising and recording adverts in Studio Two. One morning, Sam's colleague woke him up early. It was still dark outside. She was crying. <laughs> Sam, wake up! Wake up! You need to go to Radio Station Scunner, comma zero today and sell that desk from Studio Two. <sighs> What? What? But why? You always tell me not to go near them. We need the money to fix Studio One. <laughs> There are holes in the roof. The windows are broken. For heaven's sake, we've no front door. <laughs> Winter is coming, and if we don't fix the studio, the cold will kill us. <laughs> Sam packed his bag and fetched the desk from the studio too. Right, I'm on my way. Aye, okay then. As he was walking out the gate, he heard his colleague shout. It's worth at least five gold coins. Don't sell it for less. When Sam was halfway to the place, he met an old man. Good morning, my boy. Where are you going today? Good morning, sir. I'm going to sell my recording desk from Studio Two. She's a beautiful recording desk, vintage even. I will buy it, and I will give you a very good deal. How much will you pay for it? I won't take less than five gold coins. I don't have five gold coins, but I have these five beans. These beans are magical beans. They are worth more than gold. And if you take these beans, you will be richer than the richest man in the world. Sam thought about his colleague. He thought about how happy she would be if they were rich, and she didn't have to worry anymore. We could fix the roof, the windows, and the front door. Maybe we could buy a new desk. Okay. You've got a deal. Give me the beans. Sam was very excited. He ran back to the beautiful way and showed his colleague the beans. But instead of being happy, she was furious. Oh, you idiot! You traded our only mixing desk for a handful of beans. She took the beans and threw them out of the window. Then she sat down and cried. Oh. <laughs> Sam was devastated. He shut himself in the studio. He felt so stupid. They no longer had a mixing desk, and now they were poorer than before. What a disaster! And it was his fault. The next morning, when Sam opened the window, he saw something very strange. What? What on earth? It's, it's a. In the same place where his colleague had thrown the beans, there was a giant green beanstalk. It stretched from the ground up, 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 all the way to the clouds. The beans really are magic. The old man was telling the truth. Sam's colleague was still asleep, so Sam decided to climb the beanstalk to look for the riches the old man had described. Just five gold coins. That's all I need to make Lisa happy. Sam climbed up, 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 higher and higher into the clouds. When he reached the top, he was very hungry. He saw a castle in the distance. Maybe I can find something to eat in that castle. Sam walked up to the door of the castle and knocked twice. A giantess opened the door. She was as big as a house, but she had a warm smile and gentle eyes. Moyen, excuse me, Mrs. Giant. Could you please give me something to eat? I'm so hungry. Oh, you poor boy! She could see that Sam was very thin. Of course, of course. Come in, come in. 
the kind giantess gave Sam some vegetable stew. He was enjoying it so much that he didn't notice when the kitchen table started to shake. Loud footsteps echoed down the hallway. Oh dear, that's my husband. He's home from work. He doesn't like Englishmen. Quick, hide! I'm Irish. Whatever, get in there. Sam hid in the cupboard. The giant stomped into the kitchen and <laughs> sniffed the air. Three, five, four, fum. Hello, my beautiful wife. Wait, do I smell the blood of an Englishman? <laughs> Where is he? Good evening, my darling husband. There's nobody here. You smell the vegetable stew, nothing more. Dobro. <laughs> I hate Brexit. <laughs> he sat down at the table in the kitchen. <clears throat> the giant took out a small sack of gold coins from his pocket and counted them. One, two, three, four, five golden coins. Sam watched from inside the pantry. Five gold coins... If I had that money, I could fix the studio. When the two giants left the room, Sam stole the five gold coins and slipped them into his bag. This is all I need. But then Sam remembered that his Ara family no longer had a mixing desk. Without a mixing desk, they would surely starve. He decided to stay and look for other treasures. He followed the giant into the living room and hid under the couch. The giant went to the cupboard and pulled out a golden duck. Hello, my beautiful duck. Lay, please. And the duck laid a golden egg. Sam watched from under the couch. The goose that lays golden eggs. If I had that goose, I could buy 50 mixing desks. The goose, oh, which is a duck, hears Sam and squawks. <coughs> I'm a duck. The giant comes back to the table and he... Sniffed the air again. Fee, five, four, fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Sam felt blood cursing through his veins and pounding in his ears. The giant sniffed the air again. Fee, five, four, fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Sam, who isn't easily roused, again felt blood cursing through his veins and pounding in his ears. He tried to stay quiet. Fee, five, four, fun. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Sam could take it no longer and shouts, I'm Irish! Sam dashed out and grabs at the goose. Uh, duck. The giant roared. Ah! But he was heavy because he'd eaten so many grumpled kitchen and he stumbled to his feet. Ah! Sam was faster because they're so poor at Ara that he only got grumpled kitchen twice a year, once at Shubafoya and if he's lucky at the Christmas market. And this year, everything was cancelled because, oh, let's not go there. Anyway, Sam was nimble. Sam was quick. Sam was so scared, he ran fast while being sick. <coughs> he ran from the great hall and the giant ran after him. He slammed the door. The giant's hand got caught in it. <coughs> Sam ran down the stairs, out of the castle, over the moat to the beanstalk he climbed up. The golden duck was having none of it, though. It was squawking and screaming and pooping all over poor Sam. But Sam wasn't daft. He knew Lisa would not believe him and potentially murder him for what she called his mule sitting. So he held on to the duck. <coughs> oh, duck, shut up, would you, duck? 
Sam stumbled down the beanstalk. Down and down and down. Jaggy thorns. And he thumps into the grass. The giant's footsteps could still be heard. Sam picks himself up. Lisa, Lisa, hurry up and bring the axe. Axe, I'll axe you. What on earth are you talking about? Where have you been? Oh my, look at that. What on earth? It's, it's the goose that lays the golden egg. I'm a duck. Never mind the goose, duck. Quick, beanstalk, bring the axe. We don't have an axe. I've got a screwdriver and a soldering iron for mending the headsets. Whoosh! Move out my way, spider. There's work to be done. Whoosh! The beanstalk comes crashing down. Sam starts dancing and singing and the duck is squawking. And as it squawks, it keeps pooping on him. But then, all of a sudden, it makes a massive... (coughs) And lays a golden egg. Lisa, being sharp as a tack when it comes to catching golden eggs, grabs it, runs inside and hides it in the tech cupboard. Sam is right behind her. What are you doing hiding that in there? Don't you tell anyone we have a golden egg. That's all we need. Remember, Xavier Bettel said in his State of the Nation address that he was going to help us. I've heard nothing more. But I'll tell you one thing, lad. If he finds out that you took the mixing desk to sell to Radio Scunner, Zero and met a man and swapped it instead for a bag of beans, we had a fight and because I was raging at you, I threw the beans out the studio window and that grew a beanstalk and then you climbed up to see a giant and stole his golden goose. I'm a dick! And then you ran away and climbed down and then we scorched the beanstalk to the ground and we got a goose with a golden egg. I'm a dick! Good synopsis, yeah? Well, we'll get nothing. Oh, yes, we will. Oh, no, no we, we won't. Oh, yes, we will. Oh, no, we won't. Oh, yes, we will. Oh, no, oh, no we, we won't. won't. Okay. Two weeks later at the Ara studio. Okay, you Give the gift of a healthy body! The phone rings. Bring, bring. Radio R, Lisa speaking. Gute Mittisch, hier ist Xavier Büttel. Can I speak to Lisa McLean, please? Speaking, Herr Staatsüberhaupt, was weiß ich was, uh, uh, I mean, uh, speaking, Mr. Bettel. This is, of course, off the record. But you know, we have done our budget. Oh, yes, lovely. Yes, well, this is a delicate situation. Of course, of course, complete confidential. You know, things have been difficult, very difficult this year. Our budget is very stretched. Yes? Well, we need money. We have what is called a a deficit. Nothing is left. Hmm. So, as I said, I heard on the grape juice that you had found the goose and we would like to... Borrow it. The goose that lays the golden egg. I'm a dick! Oh, drop the bass, Jesus. That will be right. Lisa slams down the phone. Oh. If he thinks he's getting our goose, by in Switzerland's other. I'm a dick! And that, as they say, is the end of the panto. But it doesn't end there. Lisa, being a canny Scot and now a Luxemburger, never did give up the golden egg. And it languishes somewhere, very much like the Golden Lady did for years. But the most amazing thing of all is that Ara went from strength to strength. The listenership grew and grew. And no one can quite work out why.
A special thank you goes to the lovely narrator, Rosalind Brown. This panto was written and recorded in loving memory of our special friend, Mark Whedon. <laughs>